0: Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Shitty Christians. I'm your host Zachary Allard. And I am
1: L.A. mayoral candidate Michael Tabor.
0: (laughs) And we have with us uh, Sheriff Villanueva. (laughs) Welcome to the pod.
1: (laughs) Hello, comrade.
0: (laughs) Uh, Michael. What are we talking about this week?
1: Well, we, we have a lot of stuff to get to, but I can't quite get over that we had an L.A. mayoral debate, uh, I think, last night or a couple oh, nights did we? ago. Yeah, we did. <laughs> I yeah, am very
0: did. in tune with the town.
1: Uh, where uh, the developer of mm-hmm. the Grove did not bother showing up, and everyone that was there <laughs> said we needed more police. It was very good.
0: So I did actually read my first article about the L.A. mayoral uh, race mm-hmm. in the L.A. Times this week. And promptly uh, did the Norm Macdonald mean of everyone involved in this should die. Oh, <laughs> it was just—it was just like, wow, everyone sucks. Like, there's no, there's not even like an accidental person that seemed good. No, unless yeah, I'm wrong.
1: yeah. I, I, the the whole candidate pool is terrible, and uh, even the ones that like claim to be a little better, like Karen Bass said she was yeah. going to come out with progressive policing, and it turns out what she meant by that was hire more cops.
0: I, I kind of genuinely believe, like, I remember when, like, de Blasio, who's the best example, who, like, is, like, a guy who supported Bernie and shit, mm-hmm. like, the cops would, like, threaten his daughter, like.
1: Yeah, yeah, and Doxter.
0: Right. I just kind of, like, I truly kind of at this point do believe, unfortunately, that, like, the police run the cities. That, like, oh, yeah. Like, the mayor is Villanueva, and, like, whoever the chief of LAPD is, couldn't name him. I'm sure he's terrible.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's all bad. Everything's bad. Let's talk about more bad things.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, Michael, what, what, what bad is going on this week?
1: <laughs> so we've, we've got a couple things to get to. I spent some time going through uh, a news site. Getting a little into a little Did, journalism. We, we talked
0: about this. A little
1: education. We went.
0: To, uh, we went to Carolina. We went to school. With some of the best. The best. Pe- uh, best journalism school in the country. They are garbage. <laughs>
1: like, <laughs> how dare you impugn the Daily Tar Heel like that? <laughs>
0: So uh, you know it's
1: hard because when you want good hard hitting journalism, a lot uh-huh. of times you have to get past the New York Times. Sure, you know uh, the Lion New York Times, get, <laughs> get into the real shit. Uh, so mm-hmm. I
0: spent some time with focus on the family's <laughs> news site. I can't believe focus on the family as a news site like why don't they just link directly to the blaze uh it
1: it is functionally (laughs) that there's a lot of the same characters that Uh crop up but i have some more details to get into there oh no but before we do we have to talk about what has been melting my brain this past week uh very tragic story the the shooting in portland yes Uh, a thing that you could entirely not know about if you just watched the news or read the new york times i
0: didn't really I had kind of missed it until you and I talked about it. I've been mm-hmm. a little less offline with work stuff the last few weeks. And I just it, and it really wasn't making mainstream media.
1: At one point, the day after the shooting, and we'll get to the details of this, but yeah. the day after the shooting, I hopped on the New York Times. They printed yes. one article about it initially. huh. It was the 16th
0: headline on the front page.
1: Okay. Not including opinion columns and cooking and all the other, you know, the, wordle.
0: The six or seven opinion columns talking about how actually – um, we need to take more Palestinian land yeah, yeah. for justice. Well, don't forget
1: the one about how World War Three is cool and good, actually. <laughs> don't you forget that one. considered
0: the economy?
1: <laughs> uh, no picture, just totally buried. Uh, but uh, what had happened was there was a shooting uh, at a protest in Portland. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll get to the actual details of that that are more complicated. But what was reported the next day was that uh, there was a dispute mm-hmm. between protesters and a homeowner. The homeowner opened fire and then the protesters shot them. And so this was a dispute between two armed groups Uh uh, wherein uh, one person was killed and five more people were wounded. Okay. And we're going to get to the details of what really happened there because a lot of things have come to light. And it's quite possible that a lot of our listeners are caught up to date on this. But I really want to take a second to dive into like police spin. Yeah. uh, Which I think is very important for these issues. And in order to do that, I'm going to read you the original press release that came out the next day from the Portland Police Bureau, uh, just sort of describing what happened. All right. All right. You ready? I'm
0: definitely not. 100% I, I, not. <laughs> but, were
1: you not wondering why I'm in my cop cosplay? <laughs> uh,
0: uh, hot, uh, obligatory hot cops reference here.
1: Uh, obligatory porky pig reference here. <laughs> nice. Okay. Okay. A preliminary investigation into the February 19, 2022 shooting near the intersection of Northeast 55th Avenue and Northeast Hasalo Street indicates the incident started at This incident started with a confrontation between an armed homeowner and armed protesters. The scene was extremely chaotic, and a number of witnesses were uncooperative with responding officers. Most people on scene left without talking to police. Detectives believe a large number of people either witnessed what happened or recorded the incident as it unfolded. This is a very complicated incident, and investigators are trying to puzzle this together without having all the pieces. And then blah blah blah, ask right, for information. Right, It's
0: right, right. nonsense. Yeah. So,
1: so you could read that, and and this was this was what was reported. If you read that New York Times article, <laughs> yeah. it was reported everywhere. Uh, Homeowner was a very important word that popped up a lot, and confrontation between armed people. Homeowner
0: is such a great, such a great. There is no democracy in this country, but as much as there is representation, it is for people who own homes. It is, in fact, literally more, less of about the people than the people that own the homes. Well, yeah, it's absolutely. more for the homes, you represent the homes.
1: I mean, literally land rights have long been associated with voting rights yeah. uh, or land ownership. Historically,
0: and in California, the most important block of people that run this state, it's the real estate lobby.
1: Oh, absolutely! Yeah, I, I, think, I think you're really hitting on something there. I think describing this person as a homeowner—spoiler—they were not. Uh, <laughs>
0: it, it just means white. It, well, it
1: does mean white, but it also means I think legitimate member of society. That's exactly it. It means actually. it means the kind of person that uh, you know. Cops are here to protect because, yep. as we know, cops protect property. They don't yep. protect people. Uh, they protect laws. Uh, and and so by saying homeowner, you are and and by portraying this as like an armed conflict and then of course the bullshit about uncooperative people uh you're really painting a picture here, which is with the protesters as agitators. When you say mm-hmm. homeowner, you yeah. sort of insinuate that this person was. Pret-
0: what if they were children in that home? Exactly,
1: exactly. Like th- this person protecting their, like the yeah. solemn stand your ground of it all. Uh, and I-, I think it's really uh, indicative mm-hmm. that before any of the details were out, yeah. this is what goes out, and this is what gets reported. And as much as there's any reporting, and again, this is a mass shooting in America. Right. Uh, you know, as many of these as there are, a lot of them do make front page news. This one did not. Amazing. Amazing. Very interesting. Uh, so let's get to the details, shall we? Um, what actually happened is this was not a shooting at a protest. This was a shooting before a protest. Mm-hmm. Protest was forming, but it was happening blocks away. Uh, the people that were present at this incident were, in fact, volunteers helping out to direct traffic around the protest. Wow. Uh, I know. <laughs> Agitators. Terrible. So people in like high – it was five women. Yeah. Uh, oh it, and it was – they were, you know, in high – viz vests and just sort of like setting things up
0: i think we agree the real danger to society is women in high visibility clothing (laughs) i have been on this beat for a long time all the crimes that they are doing yes yes the crime the crimes
1: uh of of the neon brigade Uh, this gentleman yep. was not a homeowner, mm-hmm. uh, and we'll get to exactly who he was a little later, uh, but he walked up and initiated a confrontation. Of course. Uh, these people were trying to calm him down and telling him to leave. He was mm-hmm. using a lot of language that we won't even use on this here podcast, which wow. loves our naughty swear That's words. That's very little. Uh, <laughs> and then he opened fire on people point blank. My god. None gosh. of those people were armed, um, and he <sighs> killed one of them. He killed uh, June Knightley, who goes by T-Rex. Um mm-hmm. And shot several others. The cops got on the scene relatively quickly, uh, mm. not before one protester was actually in the protest, heard the cries for help, ran over, and shot the assailant. Um, good for him.
0: Yeah, honestly. Uh, I, I don't really believe... I'm, I'm... my few lib beliefs is being more anti-gun, but I'm always happy to see occasionally when a good guy with a gun happens. Yeah,
1: yeah, an actual good guy with really a gun. It doesn't really happen And much. we'll talk about how that narrative... Yeah. is now in yeah, yeah, play yeah,
0: yeah. Um, uh, and by the way it almost never happens with cops so, like, yeah that's yeah. i think what's so interesting well, well
1: it was, notably it was not a cop that shot this <laughs> well, yeah
0: that's exactly what i'm getting at yeah
1: as a little bit less on the gun control a little bit more on a we should probably get a lot of guns trained. uh <laughs> I, I do think there are some lessons to be learned for how we protest moving forward yeah. from this and one of them is uh you need armed security at your protest because people are trying to kill you sure uh So he runs over, shoots the guy, cops show up. What do they do? You know, cops, cops are gonna cop. (laughs) Uh, They pull field medics off of the victims. Of course. People trying to render aid. Again, Portland uh, really well set up for protesting at this Mm -hmm. point. A lot of people have done that training. So there were medics on scene. Mm -hmm. Uh, They are yanked off of their friends and comrades. Incredible. Behind a police line. Uh, Cops then say, oh, well, we can't clear the scene so we can't send paramedics in. So people are just bleeding on the street oh my gosh. wasting time despite the fact that there was only one assailant and he had been wounded by gunfire <sighs> and the only person that got arrested that night was the person that shot the shooter
0: <laughs> i mean it's just like it's almost boring it's just like yeah the, the bad bad guys are being bad yeah bad like, guys not, are being it's not bad. actually boring but you know what it's like yeah fucking course
1: yeah and and so there is gopro footage of this that ends up coming into play later yeah. um i believe the person who uh shot the uh shooter was wearing a gopro but there were a couple other people recording at the time uh-huh. so presumably the police had viewed that footage by the time they released this entirely false <laughs> press release the next day I,
0: okay i would not trust cops to view any footage <laughs> i think their default mode is they get footage they delete it it's not even theirs it exists elsewhere they're just like oh we should probably delete this yeah yeah they can't help themselves
1: yeah they, they that's all they know that's the that's the, that's the whole training for being a cop is how to delete cell phone video <laughs> And, uh, you know, they're like, hey, don't worry about the body cams. We'll never let them actually access the footage. Yeah, anyway. Yeah, yeah. uh,
0: I, I, I have kind of a theory that not only are body cams useless, the fact that cops can turn them off is already insane. But, yeah. like, I, it wouldn't surprise me if a high percentage of them just didn't function anyway.
1: Uh, I know way too much about body cams oh, okay. uh, <laughs> as part of my weird First Amendment rabbit sure, holes and stuff. Sure. And, yeah. and we tr- all have
0: our obsessions. We all have
1: our sick, sick obsessions. <laughs> uh, but the truth is that, like, there is a reason that cops want body cams. Yeah. Uh, it's because it makes their jobs easier, and they know that when they fuck up, uh, that footage they That's control. Right. And over and over and over again, you see confrontations where a police is trying to stop someone from filming them, and they're being like, "Well, I'm filming. We're all filming." And she's like, "Yeah, but you know, you have to pay money to access that footage a lot of the times, and then you guys get to redact anything you want, or you can just stall it and deny and say it's part of an ongoing investigation." Whoops. And like, it's weird how one of—we both have cameras, but one of them is controlled by the state. Yeah.
0: And I mean, it's—it's it's like again, I, I kind of believe we should get—I'm kind of—we should get rid of cops. But it strikes me as just like, how is it like not automatically if you're a cop and you turn it off your camera, you're not just fired? Like, how is yeah, that not like prosecuted, part yeah. of it? You know? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's uh again, it's very indicative that police unions want body cams because yeah. they know they no, can control that, them. It's a great point. So uh, it goes on for a couple of days with this narrative mm-hmm. sort of circulating, yeah. uh, and, but you start to get the impression uh, that this little facade of the home ownership of the defending property isn't going to stand. Uh, the mayor makes some comments that sort of hints at like, oh, uh, you know, it was it was a. Maybe not that thing. Uh, <laughs> Helpful. And then it was actually like leftist, independent journalists and the furry community that came through in the clutch to identify the shooter.
0: I wanna. I am sex negative, but okay, furries. You're okay today. <laughs> okay,
1: furries, you got this one. Well, it won't be too sex negative <laughs> because part of the problem was he was part of the furry community. <laughs> I don't want to print with a broad brush, but. <laughs> I don't want to brush fur. Yeah. <laughs> wait. Okay.
0: Yeah, there's something
1: there. There's something there. Uh, so, this guy, as it turns out, is not just an agitated homeowner trying to defend his property. He's a white supremacist who has talked about murdering uh, commies and BLM protesters for a very long time. Oh, that's
0: so crazy. I'm that's surprised. so weird. He oh. had a
1: stockpile of guns in his apartment. His roommate went wait, on Wait,
0: wait, wait. We should do a point. Every time one of us gets a, something right for gun control and against gun control, because you got the point earlier when the guy killed the guy, uh-huh. but now I get a point when this guy has a pile of guns. No, in his that's house. still
1: my point. Here's why: because they already have the guns, and no gun control legislation right. is going to take away right-wing gun ownership.
0: Well, we'll do that episode a different
1: time. <laughs> it's just not going to happen. Well, I'm not I mean, saying it couldn't true. happen, that's but true. it won't. That's true. So well, I, yeah, I,
0: I do agree with that though. In yeah. this world, leftists should definitely have guns. Yeah. I would prefer to fight on. What the other board. world are we living in? Well, something like the UK or Canada, where way, way fewer people have guns, including most right-wing people, don't, because its access is severely limited. Sure, but I understand we don't live in that world.
1: Yeah, if we want to talk about fantasy lands, I would love to live in Narnia. <laughs> wait, we could, wait, wait, we could. Wait, wait, wait.
0: A- noted Fantasyland, England. Yeah, Noted Fantasyland, <laughs> Canada. Where the nonces run free. <laughs> <laughs>
1: noted Fantasyland, Canada, where the truckers roam free. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I refuse to learn about that. I still don't know what happened. Uh,
1: yeah. It, I'm, pr- I, I'm proud of that. I do know about it, and I will spare you the information. <laughs> Thank you. You're Thank welcome. You. Yeah, uh, although there is some extremely fun things involving an extremely... Uh, erotic song about uh truckers cowboy truckers that features prominently and
0: well you didn't tell me there was sexy cowboy songs (laughs) now like now i have to know
1: we'll do a whole episode later um okay so this guy uh ben smith uh total fucking asshole dipshit of not a homeowner he rents he's rented in and the area for a matters. long time and not that that would matter <laughs> right. anyway but but it's important that they lie
0: right yeah it's no, important that, to say that, that they is lied. the germane
1: and the the other thing that they said not in that press release but at that same time is that this did not appear to be a politically motivated act insane which is just fucking bad well, shit. Bonkers. on its
0: face a lie
1: yeah just clearly clearly and obviously <laughs> uh and so, thankfully, because some of these wounded protesters survived, they were able to share information really quickly, and then right. people were able to identify Thank this guy. God he's a bad shot. Uh, and well, um, <laughs> I know, not not bad enough, unfortunately. But uh, and the person who shot him has had charges dropped. Now, Thank again, God. that's not something the police do; that's the DA. But yeah. they viewed the footage, and all of a sudden, the narrative switched to hero with the gun saves the yep. day. Mm-hmm. Um, and, it, and that is the accurate reading for this yeah. uh, you should shoot people that are shooting at you in my humble opinion uh, not everyone agrees with that but that is my stance um I'll
0: have to think about it yeah uh, but I'm not, gonna, I'm not gonna argue against it though I'll say that <laughs> and he should go free <laughs> but I, agree I think with the that.
1: thing to take away is that uh, you see the spin go into
0: effect yeah that is madness.
1: And you see just just how, like, who are they doing this for? They're doing yeah. this for a Nazi. They're doing this for yeah. a Nazi furry. Like, <laughs> <laughs>
0: like. Sex negative podcast. The two
1: worst things you can be. Uh, Sorry to our furry listeners, but also, come on, figure it out.
0: <laughs> and then, we all love Night in the Woods, okay? We get it.
1: <laughs> and then we see another spin, which is that they're trying to portray this as a gun violence and a crime yeah. problem yeah. rather than a political violence problem. And you mm. see this even in that initial report. It's being reported along with all the other gun violence that happened over the weekend. And this attempt to say, like, oh, there's just so much rampant crime in our community. Mm-hmm. What would the solution yeah. be? Oh, I bet it would be more cops. Mm-hmm. Uh, And so it's it's really just been eating my brain how we see this playbook over and over again. Mm -hmm. You saw this in Texas last year um, with the shooting of uh, with the Texas shooter, Daniel Perry, who murdered Garrett Foster. Uh, He was a Lyft driver and he claimed that he was just, oh, I'm just doing my Lyft thing and just happened to bump into this protest and was threatened by a guy with a gun. And it came out later that, once again, this was a guy who talked about murdering protesters for a long time and that he drove to that protest with a gun in his lap and he knew exactly what he was doing and he wasn't operating for Lyft at that time.
0: Uh, Americans are just fucking pure psychos. Uh, and,
1: and that one was even more police running interference. Like they didn't arrest him for weeks and weeks after this. They, they, they said it was a good shoot for like weeks. Uh, and still, you know, we'll see, we'll see in a post house world what that trial yeah. looks like. Yeah. But, uh, but it's just really crazy how you have cops carrying water for Nazis. I mean, it's not yeah. crazy because cops are Nazis. Right. Like, we know this.
0: But uh, it, it does speak to that thing that you and I were talking about earlier, that, like, it's not just the state will do violence to protest. Yes. And it will get worse and it will escalate. But the state will also use its power to defend violence done against protests. yes right violent. like these these people are kind of qua- makes them in a way quasi agents of the state if you don't prosecute them.
1: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, and, and you see this over and over. You see this with the laws in certain mm-hmm. states yeah. uh, making it more legal potentially to run over protesters or in general, just the amount really of car chilling. related violence. Yeah. Like there have been dozens of incidents of people being run over at protests yeah. in the past couple of years. There's a whole Wikipedia page you can go down of just incident after incident. Don't like, do that. Like violence against protesters is escalating. Yeah uh we are living in a world where where we are being targeted and even and even when there is somebody there to defend people people are hurt right you know five people are wounded and a person died um And I don't really know what the takeaways are from that, uh, that we got through one of the largest protest movements in this country. that largely resulted in more police funding, in a non-stop parade of faked crime wave narratives we've seen all throughout this year, in a wave of mayoral, an exclusive list of mayoral candidates in LA wanting to further fund the police. Right, at
0: Step Behind New York, who literally elected an insane psycho cop from New Jersey. Who, yep. like, wants to ban rap music. <laughs> and, like, Eric Adams is funny. He's a buffoon. He's a corrupt moron. Yeah. But, like, I, I still think that, like, there's something interesting going on where, like, if we look at, say, like, Republicans are already just Nazis. Like, they're almost, they're not even worth talking about in this because they were just full on, like, no, we side with the white guy who's killing the people we don't like. That's it. But I think act- the most powerful thing that's happened since BLM in 2014, in the last seven-ish years, mm-hmm. is the complete lockstep of, like, Democrats... From say they will still say Black Lives Matter, but they will only do exactly the same things as the Republicans. Ultimately, Democrats got fucking whipped in line. Like if we think of like Democrats as like completely impossible to corral, the one area where they are fucking possible to corral is police. The police got both parties already have Republicans and got Democrats completely in their pocket.
1: Absolutely. At every
0: fucking level. Oh yeah, yeah. State, federal, and mayoral.
1: They, there was a big move after the last election towards yeah. we need to back the blue. And That's you see right. that with, like, the January 6th protests yeah. and how, like, Ugh. oh, you, we, we need to defend these brave hero cops that, you know, let people in. It was
0: a tiresome day of, only more so.
1: Yeah, absolutely horrifying. But there there has been a real push towards Dems saying out of one side of their mouth, Black Lives Matter, and it, in their functional
0: actions, back the blue. I, well, and I think it's even—and I think and I think even saying Black Lives Matter has gotten quieter. I think— Dems will say it occasionally and now they won't even talk now about police reform. I think there's been a real change even more the last two years, but the, you know, since the BLM movement started in 14 just completely have cops, not Democrats, not even talk about police reforms anymore. They don't, Only the most extreme and very heavy quotation marks, few members of Congress like the squad and even them don't really talk about it.
1: Yeah. It's certainly not the main focus at this point. Like, like, the progressive wing pushing for these things has moved on. Yeah. And and that's your best case. Yeah. Because then you, what you actually have is, like, the Bidens and Eric Adams of yeah. the world who have always loved cops. Yeah. Or who were cops. They
0: both, yeah, exactly, literally were cops. Uh, both parties want to raise the budgets and hire more cops I mean that's just it like yeah. we, we are seeing a like it's not even ratchet theory anymore they're both just like striving to outdo the other pro copness
1: yeah I think that's actually a great point that it's it's not ratchet theory no. it's not just the prevention of progress yeah. or the return to the left it is it is both sides striving
0: <laughs> just to racing to put... I, I love cops more yeah, No, yeah. I love the, cops this more. is the
1: this is the Olympic sport it's fracking the fracking debate all over again
0: it's a it's a it's a it's a love triangle where they're both in love with cops
1: the next presidential election is just going to be like like the Nathan's hot dog eating contest but for bootlicking that's it that's the whole deal
0: I really do kind of feel like crazy but beyond that like it just kind of feels like it's it's like what I said beforehand like I believe the security state runs the federal government but I also really believe cops run everything else yeah yeah. like I just think cops run this country there's no other way to say it like New York City a city that is like super diverse super young ton of immigrants Basically, got to choose, but amongst the panoply of cops, and elected the most cop man. After cops have been shitty to them since the Giuliani era, like it's insane.
1: Yeah, it is. We are living in a copocracy That's for it. sure. That's it. One hundred percent. Um, and and we see this playbook here. And even though they backed off it, yeah, and they realize like, oh, maybe this isn't <laughs> right. the time to like take a stand. This is not a written house situation. Uh-huh. Uh fucking psychotic that we live in a world where we think kyle rittenhouse can be defensible but I can't believe that guy's free <laughs> uh, yeah his his grift game is is really upsetting but uh before we get out of here yes. i think we should talk about a couple of the people that maybe had an influence here um ted wheeler and andy no um, okay. so ted wheeler uh somewhat famously last year mm-hmm. made some comments saying that you know people are sick of these protests and they're gonna strike back uh and let's see. They They want, this is him talking about protesters. They want to burn. They want to bash. Really, they want to intimidate and assault. It's time for us to make a stand and take our city back.
0: Fuck you. Yeah. This has been the playbook. I mean, really, since the Whiskey Rebellion in the 18th century, but I'm not going to get that deep on you. But, like, in general, we just treat protesters like they're criminals. I don't yeah. know. Like it's funny that like it's not even an interesting take, but like every time someone protests something or points out that something is wrong, we're like, "Well, you're the problem." That's it. We we live in a right wing society. Yeah, yeah.
1: It's uh, it's really upsetting to see uh people calling for more justice called criminals. Uh, and you see how effective and dangerous it is. I yeah. think that's the thing. Yeah. Like, I don't think about Andy. No, he's a journal. A f- fake fucking journalist who he's a loser pals around with nazis a lie <laughs> yeah. and claim claims to be you know he's just he's just pretty deep down the alt-right grift hole i i yeah. don't honestly spend a ton of time on these no, people that either. are just like so fucking villainous but he has managed to sort of be just quote-unquote credible enough that he'll pop up on like legitimate news outlets mm-hmm. that yeah. like he gets whitewashed into like be, having credentials. Oh, that's his dream. <laughs> okay. Right. If you're gonna
0: hang out with yeah. Nazis, fuck you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I,
1: I'm not here to defend. <laughs> no, I don't. But he has definitely been pushing this Portland, yeah. you know, protest narrative for, for a sure. long time about how dangerous these antifa are. As many people have noted, out Ben Smith was following him on YouTube, seemed yep. to be a big fan. Yep. And I, I I think like there is a real conversation to be had about what is the responsibility mm. of people who advocate for violence. Yeah, um, who who do fake journalism, who pile around with Nazis, and how much space we give them? And I'm not talking about like cancellation or deplatforming. I know, I know, I know. I'm talking about finding his home in a dark night. <laughs> you yeah. know, I, I, I'm talking about like more so the effects. Like this yeah. is really dangerous. It's really dangerous to have people that can whisper this poison into into the ears of of somebody who's already stockpiling guns for for days, months, years.
0: Yeah, I. I, we, we're, I think it's, we're, we're free speech guys. That's not really, I don't, we're not waiting into that side of no, it. No, no, but I don't know. And it's been a thing on my mind my entire life. The entire reason I become commie is because of like the lies of the Iraq war, you know, and like mm-hmm. the media's direct complicity in that and Russia today, you know, and then of course you see the cue, it I, I don't know how to build a better society that in terms of how we interact with media and information
1: yeah because the only solution liberals have Is to return to this era of um, credentialism Yeah That's all they've got The
0: Cronkites uh,
1: it, But the truth is That the New York Times it Does lie to you Just as much as any of these other sources Like yeah. it, it's not a more trustworthy source
0: All of their op-ed people Were pro the Iraq war That should tell you something
1: Yeah and, and currently now You see it see Where's it with the Ukraine blood? Like yeah. it, it, the, the bloodthirstiness Of the New York Times Deserves its own Not just episode but podcast Yeah like,
0: I mean honestly We could do a separate podcast
1: On On Cuba on iraq on afghanistan like it,
0: it, it war mongers we could do a cold war yeah podcast about that yeah
1: our, our not so cold anymore war god damn it <laughs> uh, so let's let's bring this home yeah. i just i mostly wanted to go through it because it was really crazy to see it in real time yeah see these press releases come yeah, out yeah, while yeah. i'm able to like see the people who are actually there Immediately saying, like, this is fucking lies. Like, what are you talking about? There Mm -hmm. was no confrontation. There was no armed protesters present until he had already shot six of us. Like, it's just fucking absurd uh, how this gets relayed. And the chain of telephone, and again, this is a much larger problem with news media just reprinting police statements as as factual. Uh, But just really upsetting and I don't really have a lot of takeaways except um if you are going to be protesting in 2022 uh I think security is important I think medical training is important and I think as much as you can uh making sure people have vests and protective things um yeah. because th- these are real threats this is not a fake thing
0: yeah the question it's all that the question is resistance to power that's why they hate it yeah. right it's it's resistance to power and so this is not going to get better as things get worse because power will have to fight a lot harder to hold on to. It's its standing and it's going to.
1: And it will and it has and it shall continue.
0: Let's have some fun.
1: <laughs> this was actually going to be another. I'm always
0: having fun. Okay. All right. Fair <laughs>
1: enough. Fair enough.
0: I. Uh... Wait, are you not having fun? Wait. Do you, do you hate this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> I uh, oh, love you. <laughs> Wait, is our life together alive? <laughs> <laughs> Zachary we will talk about this another time
1: <laughs> Okay, so this actually started as a heavier segment too uh, Greg Abbott today released uh, his Go Hunt Trans Children bill um,
0: I'm super upset about that Yeah,
1: it's not great And uh, and I wanted to spend some time sort of tracing this sort of anti-trans uh, legislation that we see popping up over and over and over mm-hmm. again yeah. This one among one of the worst where he is literally saying that uh, teachers and medical professionals have a responsibility to report trans children and their parents for child abuse. Just the most foul and disgusting stuff.
0: I, uh, I think my favorite thing is that the right always talks about East Germany as this den of, uh, you know, everyone watching everybody. And East Germany obviously had its problems. Um, not as many as you think, though. But then they are always trying to turn... Their fucking state exactly into the same thing. They're like, oh no, we definitely shouldn't spy on each other. That's bad. We believe in free speech, but if you ever see a boy wearing a dress, you better fucking tell me. So their parents go to jail. Like it's just really fucking intense.
1: Yeah, it's really weird when we talk about like surveillance states in other places when we just had this drop that the CIA has been spying on all of us, uh, you know, for years. And then, yes, obviously, like this bill that is designed to turn people on each other echoing. Some of the abortion stuff, yep. where anyone can turn in, you know, just really, really foul and disgusting then becoming stuff. becoming
0: what they think the Stasi were is weird.
1: Yeah, yeah, it, but but they think it's cool. Very, very, very unsettling. Very bad. Not good. However, <laughs> <laughs> I started to go down a rabbit hole of being like, okay, let's trace the sort mm-hmm. of like religious sure. right and how how long it's been working this playbook to get to this point. And then I fell down a whole different rabbit hole. <laughs>
0: Michael is falling down holes. Yep.
1: Just, just holes within holes.
0: Just tripping.
1: Don't take that any other way.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Do not clip that audio and post it on Twitter. Never,
1: never use that to cancel me years from now. (laughs) Uh, no, I, I bumped into Focus on the Family, which of course, of course I did, because it's the religious right and Focus yeah. on the Family's and the And it's OG. in your favorites
0: tab. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, I do have a whole bookmark list for terrible places to go when I need to research things for this podcast. So you're not entirely inaccurate there. But what I did not know about Focus on the Family is that not only do they have a news site, but that news site has a culture section
0: oh that's exciting yeah
1: and we could do a more serious thing on this It's called the daily citizen it's been going in some form <laughs> since the citizen. 80s and actually let me take you a minute because they okay. have a timeline a timeline of the daily citizen incredible uh and i just want to take you through some of the highlights like the 1980s where it's launched in 1987 with coverage including the galvanization of the pro-life movement pro-family accomplishments during the reagan years and the importance of voting
0: yeah it's almost like christians didn't really care about abortion before then huh
1: weird 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 how that comes <laughs> huh. up Also. Also, the Reagan hagiography in the site oh, man. is so good. You are one click away <laughs> from the front page at all times, it seems like. there's just a running thing from a 30-minute documentary you can watch called Ronald Reagan, Man of Faith.
0: So funny. He yeah. was Trump number one. I... The Reagan shit drives me crazy.
1: Yeah, it's so good, especially the part where it talks about how both Reagan and the Pope at the time had assassination attempts, and that really bonded them together in their fight against communism. Very, very good stuff.
0: I'm I'm trying to figure out the best way to say it, other than John Hinckley Jr. Come on the pod. (laughs) Another moment from
1: the timeline. In the 2000s, they they did a redesign and they did some exposés, including efforts to undermine the moral stance of the Boy Scouts of America.
0: Wait, who's undermining the Boy Scouts?
1: (laughs) I think this has to be something about, like, you know, them either allowing gay people oh, in or sure. allowing women in, something like that. I assume that's what it's in reference to. I don't really they remember. Know that
0: the Boy Scouts are the only organization more pedophilic than the Catholic Church, <laughs> right?
1: That's sort of what I'm getting at. Is like they have stuff <laughs> I, about the 2020s right. in this, which means that they've looked at this in the past couple <laughs> years, which means maybe you should rethink being yeah. like, you know what we were doing in the 1980s? Defending the pedophile camps. <laughs> And uh, you know, I, I get on Zach for quoting Chapo too often on this podcast, but I'm going to do the same thing and quote behind the bastards. They did a two-parter <laughs> on the history of the founder of the Boy Scouts. It is very enlightening, uh, not just uh, because of all the pedophilia he sure. covered up, but sure. also because he himself seemed to have some predilections in that nature.
0: No way! Shocking! Crazy! Shocking! No one knew what. here's the thing. I'm just, I'm an adult man. I hate children. I never want to spend time with them. If an adult man wants to spend time with children. Any
1: child. Your he, own I, child doesn't matter. He is
0: a pedophile 100% of the time. I legally stand by that.
1: Listen, I, I think it would probably be good for grownups to be more invested in the care for our children. I, I, I get scared of this, mm-hmm. like, any adult that wants to spend time with a child is bad. But I am firmly of the mind that no ch- parent should e- or no parent, uh, <laughs> no adult should ever be alone with a child ever under any circumstances. I, I, if
0: I had kids, would never. Yeah, but if I had kids they would never under any circumstances be a be with an adult by themselves ever ever ever
1: family doesn't matter
0: yeah especially family oh my god statistically
1: speaking yeah
0: yeah i would rather them be with a stranger than family by themselves, Zachary almost.
1: hiring 15 babysitters, like a, babysitter, <laughs> and a babysitter, right. babysitter and then a babysitter to watch, uh, the, watch the babysitter and then a babysitter to watch the babysitter. The Mexican standoff of
0: babysitters with pistols standing <laughs> there just like holding the guns <laughs> on each other. The kid in the middle. Hey, that kid's not getting molested, I'll tell you that, <laughs>
1: yeah. okay? Yeah, he might have some other issues, but other than, he,
0: Is
1: not, not sh- that one. He
0: also has a pistol, it's fine. <laughs>
1: I just thought that was very special to be like, we were out here in the 80s defending the Boy Scout.
0: Yeah, that's, uh, that's a mood.
1: <laughs> and then the 2020s, where they say coverage includes the suppression of conservative voices across social media channels and the exercise of religious liberty in an era of lockdowns.
0: Uh, whatever, dude. I, I, I love that your main problem is you can't go to Qdoba without a mask on. You yeah. can still go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you just have to wear a mask. The man... the.
1: These people deeply represent uh, having to go inside for the Chipotle pickup order uh, without (laughs) uh, and having to show vaccination. So they have three main categories on this site that sum up ninety percent of what they do. Okay, it's called religious freedom, life, and sexuality. (laughs) And
0: (laughs) that's a point. That's a threesome. Yeah, (laughs) there you go. Uh,
1: It's real special, and ninety percent of this is just. Court cases that are terrible. Yep. Uh, You know, they're really, really against people having to make cakes for people. They're just big, big mad about that. That's still popping up. Uh, Insane turf shit. Just the most absurd turf shit. Like, you would think that this was just a women's (laughs) sports-like site from the amount.
0: I watch sports. Mm -hmm. It is not a... It's not really a thing. Yeah. The obsession with conservatives and trans folks in women's sports is insane. As someone, again, who keeps up with sports... It's functionally not present in the game.
1: Yeah. Ever. I,
0: and so it's so insane.
1: It's really, really upsetting to see all this stuff. And, and and then, of course, the pro-life shit that you know is there. But then there's that other tab.
0: That's right. That
1: culture tab. I'm excited. And I just went through, and I have to say <laughs> it delivered, in terms of just some of the most batshit insane articles I've seen in a hot second. That's
0: always exciting for So you. we're
1: just going to go through some highlights. Let's do it. Yeah. So let's start with this one. Okay george washington deserves his own day
0: (laughs) i was worried that that guy didn't get enough uh play yeah yeah no p
1: you know when i when i think about things that are really relevant to the world and the culture (laughs) in 2022 it's how george washington didn't get enough respect i'm sick of him having to share that day with all those other presidents fuck that shit
0: we're not culture warriors. We don't really give a shit. And I'm, I'm not the kind of guy that's really that motivated by talking about the crimes of colonialism beyond the general fact that, like, we stole an entire continent. But, like, I'm not motivated by the whole, like, amount we venerate. I don't give, really care about statues, to be honest. But, <laughs> like, I wonder why you're interested <laughs> in this specific dude needing an entire day.
1: Let me take you through a couple pull quotes that yeah. I think will be evocative. Let's do it. Washington was a man who believed in moderation in all things, (laughs) especially executive and elected power.
0: What? (laughs) (laughs) It's, you're just, okay. Didn't that dude have a mouthful of slave teeth? Like, what the fuck?
1: Yeah, no, it's just very weird to be like, he wasn't a drinker, and he also is a lot closer to our libertarian ideals. Yeah. (laughs) Those are the same thing.
0: That's what it's about.
1: Yeah. He also, this is my favorite one, George Washington was an evangelist for the Christian faith. And their pull quote for this is him telling a tribe of Indians that they need to get saved.
0: What else happens? Yeah, when I think of George
1: Washington's relationship to indigenous tribes, what I think is how much he told them about Jesus and nothing else. (laughs) No other issues came up. Never a fucking thing.
0: Yeah. The veneration of the founders is just so mindless i can't it's just i I almost can't even engage with it it's
1: just very funny in 2022 to be like you know what i need to get on this george washington beat (laughs) that dude was all right
0: um (laughs) he's still on the money he's on the capital (laughs) what more do you need
1: uh, oh, he needs his own day, Zachary. It's Sunday. in the it's in the t- pre- title of the article. Come
0: on. <laughs> I want to get paid 150 grand. To if you want to you have shit. a good
1: time, listeners, uh, head over to Yale Google and just look up some of the things Indian leaders had to say about George Washington. This is very very funny. Uh, they're basically just like he's a smooth talking snake. Like oh, he's like he says all the right things and then he stabs you in the back. Like they fucking hated him. But it's interesting. I've never heard George Washington described as slimy before yeah that's uh, but that take. is absolutely the take that like people are actually dealing with him yeah. in these tribes so. I mean,
0: even people who in some ways were like our better leaders in american history almost without exception are always treating indigenous people of this country oh yeah, yeah like 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 dogs like there's just no other way to put it. like you know i'm not saying it's okay but like they broke like virtually every tree like better presidents still fucking treated indigenous folks like shit <laughs>
1: Yeah, it, it, anyway, it's just very funny to be like, the major takeaway for George Washington is that he was an evangelist.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's just, it's such a weird take. Okay,
1: next article. Celebrating giants like Justice Clarence Thomas during Black History Month.
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm trying so hard not to cancel right now, man. <laughs> Why are you doing this to me? Why are you putting this (laughs) kind of burden on me?
1: Zach, just trying to make it through the pod without resorting to slurs. I just,
0: I I just, I was really upset though when, for their, for the previous year when they talked about Black History Month by bringing up Bill Cosby.
1: Yeah. It is basically that thing. All this article is, and all of these articles are short. They're like three to 700 words. They're like very bite-sized. And this is literally just a list of black conservatives. They're like, (laughs) you know, we, we, they talk about remembering black people, but they never want to talk about Condoleezza Rice. And it says they like
0: (laughs) mm, mm, the triple hmm, brackets was a lot.
1: Yeah, don't hold your breath to see the New York Times or the Washington Post hail the highest, the high court's longest-serving jurists this month. That's because, for the left, someone's race is only worth celebrating if they align with their radical point of view.
0: Here's what I will say. We should be talking more about Condoleezza Rice. She should be in the news every day. She should be executed in The Hague. Yeah, yeah. We should talk about her crimes. When the
1: war tribunal happens, yes, she will be relevant again.
0: I agree. Uh,
1: It's (laughs) so funny to me to see. And then it says, (laughs) it's like, we need to go back to the old ways. Before there was a Black History Month, there was Negro History Week.
0: Wait, does it really say that? It really says that. No fucking way. It really says that. Okay, can I, uh, this is somewhat related but a worthwhile anecdote there was a southeastern baptist seminary i know we talk about them too much but this is worthwhile until the mid to late 2000s i don't exactly know when it ended but until like relatively recently they had a scholarship called the worthy negro fund oh
1: no oh no
0: until very recently until like obama's presidency recently christians Christians should not be trusted. Christians should should not be trusted Mm -mm. with any of this.
1: No, 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 that's all bad. (laughs) Uh, there is a ton of breathless coverage of those Haitian missionaries, uh, that were kidnapped and then Mm -hmm. quote unquote escaped. Uh, none of which happens to mention that that same organization had a $60 million settlement because they kept a pedophile on staff for years and years and years who abused a ton of kids at that mission. Uh, so, just very, wait, very wait, good. Wait, the
0: Clintons were working with it? This is what I'm saying. No, I mean,
1: and like, obviously, that's an evil thing to omit right. from all of this breathless coverage. Yeah, but yeah. I will point out that the New York Times did the exact same fucking thing. Yep. Ran basically identical articles with no mention of this extremely significant abuse scandal in this ministry. Super good. So I'm not I'm not saying that like the paper of record is just propagandistic (laughs) trash, Uh, but I am saying that like it is functionally the same as like Jim Daly's jerk off. Yeah.
0: Oh, oh, okay. Well, that's for sure. Yeah.
1: And then (laughs) uh, interestingly, you get some highlights. You get a little Jordan Peterson in here. You get a little Ben Shapiro. Tucker Carlson pops up like every other page. (laughs) Like you know the connections between Christian right wing appearing
0: at a sexy Eminem. Bring America back to its (laughs) traditional values.
1: Put that Eminem in heels like God intended, man.
0: He's like he's like clipping Eminem porn, which I'm sure exists, and like and like studying it like the Torah.
1: How sure are you, Zachary?
0: I'm honestly not sure. I'm making a guess. Mm. I am not fucking Googling that, Michael. Mm. Stop telling me to Google things.
1: Mm. I, I'm not telling you to Google it. I'm wondering if you already have.
0: I have not. It just came in my head. But considering there was all that conversation about a sexy Eminem they have to exist oh no
1: listen in my mind there is no question whether pornography relate related I mean they're they're chocolate shells and many of them are stuffed how'd that peanut get in there head to the internet to find out more okay this next one takes a turn okay it's pretty special it starts out it says shame on you Russia let kids be kids even Olympic ones and it starts out with your basic anti-Russian propaganda. Sure. I have tons of issues with yeah. young people competing in the Olympics. I'm not actually that against this idea. And then it takes a weird turn into just being anti-children sports. Okay. And so it's like, okay, listen, obviously it's bad when we're, like, training these children to be these insane athletes. And there's a lot yeah. of, you know, it doesn't mention sexual abuse, which is obviously huge. But it does mention the sort of psychological abuse that can play into that. Yeah, maybe
0: uh, children shouldn't be on the world stage in front of millions of people. Yeah perhaps not
1: good perhaps not good um and then and then it's like but this also applies to your child in a casual rec sports league (laughs) says each family must decide for themselves what takes priority but if athletic competitions are keeping you from being an active member of your local church or keeping you from quality time together as a family you might want to prayerfully reconsider your child's level of sports involvement
0: your 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 kid your kid slow timmy who like plays I don't know softball twice a week yeah and they call it it's not my nickname for him they call him slow Timmy that's keeping you from church that's that's the and that's the same thing as an Olympic athlete being injected with like horse hormones and forced to compete for millions of people
1: just yeah just the same
0: just the same thing I mean it's just what, what are these people what are they doing
1: I I mean, what they're doing is, like, looking at whatever a relevant news story of the day is and then just applying their insanity to it. But it is really (laughs) funny when the connections get real, real tenuous. Like This is weird, Like, you just wanted to talk about how people play sports too much, and it keeps them out of church,
0: I guess? Like, this is, like, relevant to, like, 60 people, man. Like, most of us are not elite athletes, unlike me and Michael.
1: Yeah, yeah, cool, clear. I mean, we don't talk about that on the podcast. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, Zachary, excellent in the shot put game. (laughs) i don't know why it's so good
0: it's i don't have the have you seen shot putters i I have a different build but somehow
1: somehow you make it work okay another good one disney moving from entertainment to propaganda
0: (laughs) and this list i shit you
1: not is just
0: (laughs) a song of the south (laughs) (laughs) oh
1: no uh no this is just a list of every time a gay person has appeared in a disney movie
0: Feel uncomfortable with that, with the Greg Abbott stuff. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it's it's
0: a little weird how a depiction of a gay
1: person existing is, for these people, propaganda. Okay,
0: so I actually kind of wanted to talk about this a little bit. I, I've i been thinking a lot, mm-hmm. for some reason. The Like, when I grew up, every the, the thing was that being gay was a choice.
1: Yes, yes. But it's still very prominent I kind of want to talk about
0: that. Like, in their so like, obviously we know that's not the
1: case. Yeah, fuck that, fuck that
0: shit. So I want to know, though, if you're a person that believes that. You're like a 40-year-old human. Yeah. And you're like, those gays, they just choose to be gay. Like, what do you think the process is? So Mm -hmm. you're born straight. You're like a young adult. Mm -hmm. And you are like, you know what? I'm going to go down the gay path. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Well, clearly. How does that happen? Like, what do they think the choice involves? Like, a lot of training. Is there a Rocky-style montage of looking at dicks? Like, I need to know.
1: I think it's. I think I it's need a combination. To know for it's watching Disney, obviously, right? Clearly, uh-huh. uh, you saw that Beauty and the Beast reboot and thought, yeah, I want to be Josh Gad. I want to be inside Josh. Gad. <laughs> the grunts and squeals. of I Josh I think that Gad. people think all the time. I want to be inside Josh Gad. <laughs> and then two, I think it's. I think it goes back to the magazine aisle. I think that's why they're okay. so scared of the magazines. They they don't want you to be led astray <laughs> by the gay agenda on the magazines.
0: Okay, so is there a possibility mm-hmm. that? The, some of the idea propagated by it's a choice to be gay yeah. was propagated by guys who maybe were seeing some magazines and were trying to, in their heads, fight the choice to be gay. Yeah, no, I mean, but I think, you know I think that I'm is getting, legitimately you know. a, a, an <laughs>
1: issue for sure. But also, yes, it's very funny. They, I, <laughs> I think that... In this world, what they are envisioning is yes. a world where uh, it's like the end of a Clockwork Orange. You're strapped <laughs> into the chair, your eyes are open, and you're just being forced to watch Magic Mike. Like that's it. That's the whole deal. Ah uh, and- yes,
0: forced. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh no, don't.
0: <laughs> yeah, Matthew McConaughey, don't do that. <laughs>
1: yeah, you just see one too many Aquaman promo pics, and you're done. You're just done. You're done. That's how sexuality works. We I all like, know this. I like
0: that in this world, and, and then we can move on. But I actually think in this world, it's funnier. Their conception of reality is gayer than the truth. Oh, yeah. They kind of believe that every straight man is a ticking time bomb of homosexuality. Mm-hmm. And all it takes is Matthew McConaughey and those chaps. And you know what? Maybe. Let's do this.
1: Just, just a set of bongos away from all of us.
0: Look, <laughs> like I kind of... They have a more queer vision of the world yeah, than we yeah, did, yeah, yeah. in a way.
1: In a sick, fucked up way. Sure, sure. Yeah. I mean, it's the only way it makes sense for them to be this scared I'm just of Disney I
0: Understand.
1: It's also just very funny to me when conservatives <laughs> manage to pick pick a good villain. Yeah. Like I fucking hate Disney for yeah, a course. lot of reasons. Sure. Terrible, terrible company does awful things. Yeah. Uh, the things they've done with copyright law alone. They're destroying
0: this business, uh, Hollywood, every day a little bit.
1: Yeah, which conservatives should be into. They hate Hollywood.
0: Yeah, come on.
1: Uh, But nevertheless, they still fuck it up at the one-yard line every time. Speaking of yard lines, (laughs) let's talk about this next article. Five slogans the NFL should put on helmets for the Super Bowl. (laughs) You ready for this one, Zachary? No. Are you ready? Yeah. Marriage Matters.
0: <laughs> Gay marriage matters.
1: yeah yeah marriage equality maybe uh dads make a difference see
0: okay now you're just dog whistling yep. you're just dog whistling man. yep and
1: don't think that they're being subtle about their dog whistle they specifically mention black like parenting and like uh you know Family, home, whatever. They're shitty the shitty racist statistics yeah, yeah. that never seem to acknowledge yeah. well, amazing, that we throw every black man in this country in jail, like
0: we throw a third of them in jail and then we give the rest of them guns and put them on the streets with no money. <laughs> and we're like, hey, good luck. Like poverty by the way, this is true of whites too. Poverty is the thing that anticipates crime. And so like my po- my point is like we put black people in this awful situation then we blame them for it.
1: Yeah, yeah. And and uh end abortion and again it says given that nearly 60 60 percent of nfl players are black and the fact that abortion disproportionately impacts the black population oh my gosh so like here again it's not a dog whistle at this point you're just whistling
0: i yeah i i don't know it's it's like they're the conservative obsession with the nfl being too woke yeah, like we we were kind of talking about doing a bit about like what should they actually put on there, you know, something against the owners or like well, the owners would want to put something on, like uh, you know, like crap completely. Oh yeah, um, um, concussions are fine, no CTE. <laughs> yeah, but, like, yeah. The truth is that like honestly, that's there's not a, the jokes there aren't that even rich. It's just like the conservatives are obsessed with football, like they're obsessed with football, even like which is not a woke sport. No,
1: no, it's it's the furthest from it. Uh, it it you know. And it's really, really weird to see them be like, this This sport's getting too damn woke when, like, how many military, like, flyovers have we done at sporting events? They're still like,
0: doing them for the Super Bowl a week yeah. ago.
1: <laughs> Good Lord. Uh, this one's my favorite because it just means so little. Think critically. <laughs> Like what what are you trying to accomplish there? What do you what do you think is being heard when you just put the phrase think critically on a helmet?
0: There's like a weird obsession anyway with the right and the like the idea that like the left doesn't think and it's like, "Bro, you guys don't read." <laughs> like what are you yeah. fucking talking about? This whole like read the classics, it's like, "Dude, you don't read anything, let alone the classics." Definitely. Like you read Trump's tweets. That's, that's it.
1: That's the whole thing. That's that's your Q that's, drops.
0: That's your hadith. not <laughs> like
1: I mean, yeah. If you're talking about something with, like the Q drops, I mean, that's yeah. literally part of it. Is you obsess over these things and bake into it. Um, can it, can, is it okay to say now that I kind of miss Q?
0: Oh, of course. We all miss Q. Yeah,
1: I, I, I don't miss the Q ideology, but that has persisted. That's ever oh, present. That's it's only course. grown and metastasized yeah. in the absence of Q. Of I just miss the days when there was a figure saying insane things for
0: a theatricality to it. Yeah. Because at this point, Q is now just general Republican nonsense. Yeah, like,
1: it's just this nebulous yeah. right-wing grift of sphere.
0: It's kind of fused. Well, it was always going to, and it was always said that way, with the person of Trump saying the election was stolen. Like, that's pretty much what it is at yeah. this point, along with the Save the Children crap. I do miss the lake. I miss... When this podcast started, referencing things like Tom Hanks, like having been arrested. Yeah. And, like, he, like, that was fun. I was having a good time. It
1: was, I miss the days where the. There was this genuine, credible belief that there was a person deep inside the government and that Donald Trump was truly a white hat okay. pedophile catcher. Yep. And like, like back when it was fucking weird, like
0: yeah, I had a good time then. Yeah. No. Oh, we, we were young. Then. <laughs> <laughs>
1: back when we were young. This one's pretty special. Critical social justice in education. If it can happen in Idaho, it can happen anywhere. <laughs>
0: Okay, so this is a new phrase for me, critical social justice. Okay, yeah. It's so like cultural Marxism. They just keep f- putting terms together.
1: I actually like did Mad-lip a little research style. on this, and critical social justice <laughs> is just a way to say, to like loop in other quote-unquote woke things they don't like. So instead yeah. of it being critical race theory that is about systemic racism, yeah. they also want to throw in like their their like, transactivism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's how critical social justice is just a way to say like, all the things we dislike in one place so but very special that they had to come up with a new term to go along with their 15 others
0: i i yeah they, so I, yeah go ahead
1: it goes on to list all of the terrible things that are happening in idaho idaho's educational system which uh-huh, are probably yes. not even happening but, yeah 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 and some of them are the things you'd expect they're like Queer theory is present, and, you know, uh, we can't Queer have that. Queer theory is not
0: present in undergrad. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, I, you don't read that until you get to grad school.
1: We can we can maybe talk about this now. Bro, I went to public school. You are not yeah. going to convince me that public schools are churning out, like, Antifa members on the reg. Their like,
0: obsession with public school is so strange.
1: It's really wild to see. And it's heated up a lot. I mean, a, <laughs> lot, a lot of this site is dedicated to schools. Yeah. You know, yeah. it, it's one of the sort of current – it's a way to get the moms invested. You know, we've seen this grift really ramp up with the critical race theory and, it, and
0: it's been around since the 90s i mean i didn't go to public school yeah yeah you know, uh you know and so i think like there's two sides to it there is the sort of middle class and below side the right wing in which case it's just cultural grievance for them right like they hate these schools because uh they're gonna say gay you know like the Florida yeah or, or, or
1: really this goes back to evolution the, right. the sort of evangelical homeschool movement that Dobson's a part of yeah things like that, totally, totally.
0: And they're, again, it's another example of the right being perfectly in lockstep with itself across class because the upper class, they just want to get rid of private school. They want to get rid of every public good in general and completely make everything monetizable. Yeah. And so that is why they're perfectly in lockstep. Now, and the people on the lower end of the totem pole have been propagandized, but it's still like they want the same thing. They want the destruction of public schools for the same reason. And it's just bizarre.
1: I think that is 100% correct. And also, as somebody that went to a public high school, the only thing that I learned was that America is cool and good. That's, so what the fuck are you talking it's about? It's so strange. Like, it's so funny. Like, my history teacher slash gym teacher telling <laughs> teaching American history being like, so, yeah, I mean, um, pretty much everyone just got along the whole time. America's great. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. World War II fucking ruled, kicked ass. And oh, uh, yeah. now those commies are down. So that's America
0: yeah no uh westward expansion the pioneers were cool blah 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 Mm -hmm. let's go team
1: yep that 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 was public school education this is what you're fighting against this is your thing this is all you're about what the fuck? (laughs) okay so the things that it's upset about beyond queer theory trauma informed practices
0: that that feels slightly more uh villainous
1: yeah it's a weird thing to be against right like, like, I couldn't oh, even no. connect the dots in my brain yeah. to, like, what is the conservative grift issue with trauma-informed practices? Like, uh, even in all the terrible things we study, a lot of times people claim to care about yeah. can't claim to care about these things. So I dug in, and it says that trauma-informed practices invite the state to assess the private psychological condition condition of children and further intrude into a child's life. Ooh. It's a really gross way to frame it, huh? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think it. I think it speaks to again that homeschooling thing that like mm-hmm. we don't yeah. want anyone else to have any say in our child's education. But it's also like eh, it's a little scary. It's a little scary to like claim that that's what's happening when we acknowledge the need for trauma response.
0: It's a very. <sighs> Yeah, it's just a, it's a straight, I I don't think this is like that pervasive. I don't know how, let me say I don't know how pervasive this is in right-leaning thought, but that's a concerning, very throwback thought.
1: Well, here's the next sentence, which I think does connect. Yeah. They're like, this educational model is rooted in the concept of safetyism, which makes emotional safety a virtue and creates a feedback loop where kids become more fragile and less resilient, which signals to adults that they need more protection, which makes them even more fragile and less resilient.
0: Yeah, there it is. There it is.
1: Yeah, it's, it's. You gotta toughen up, kid.
0: Yeah, and I mean uh what does capitalism want more than anything?
1: Yeah. It wants you broken.
0: It wants you to never ask for anything. No matter what the circumstances are. Create value.
1: Yep. Another another article with Ben Shapiro just being a nice boy. It's so funny. It's so funny to me. Oh, they
0: love Ben so much. It's really they love him even more because he's not a Christian.
1: Yeah, I think that's true. Oh
0: no, it's definitely true because yeah. he's their token.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I, I, they treat him that way, yeah, yeah, yeah. and he treats himself that way. I mean it's, it's, he's doing the same thing as Diamond and Silk are. Like, I'm. He really is doing the I'm not one of those.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. And 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 the Judeo-Christian values yeah. thing that comes up a lot with him, like blah, blah. All right. Time for some hard-hitting journalism. Let's mix it up. Walgreens, sadly, goes potty mouth for Christmas.
0: (laughs) This is my favorite one by far. It's so good. I I, want to know. This is an entire article. Are they squirting for Santa? Like, what's happening here?
1: (laughs) This is an entire article about a commercial wherein frustrated parents... Start to curse, and then a Walgreens person steps in and saves the day, or whatever. So no, even actual cursing happens. But it's an entire article, tediously moralizing about the fact that they hinted at curse words in a commercial. (laughs) It's sad, Zachary. It's sad.
0: (laughs) I'm just trying to come up with filthy slogans for Walgreens (laughs) Christmas. (laughs) Yeah, it feels like a good setup for a bit. Yeah. What What do you get at Walgreens? What What's nasty?
1: At a Walgreens. (laughs) And Christmas. Mm.
0: Something with candy cane cocks. I don't know. Mm. Let's move on. All right. (laughs)
1: Okay. Another good one. Stop using COVID as an excuse not to go to church.
0: Yeah okay dog You want to kill my grandma I yeah, get it Fuck off <laughs> uh,
1: It's just It's very funny uh, A they're lot of this so stuff so
0: obsessed with COVID they're Yeah obsessed with it
1: Yeah it's, just, it's basically like It's funny to see Again Same thing as our mainstream news Like eh just go back to work Like fuck it Fuck it Eric
0: Adams talking today About how like People can't work from home They're social animals <laughs> <laughs> I, I love how dumb he is Like he can't even try Like that's his reason <laughs> like, I, mm the dumbest man in all five boroughs
1: it's not great it's not good it's not great uh let's see uh free masks and tests is a lie there's no such thing as free this one goes on
0: the the (laughs) only reason i
1: brought this up is because it it not only is talking about like the costs of all of these Mm. tests we're sending out oh will somebody think of the deficit all the same shit you've heard a thousand times but then it takes the slightly more bold sense of being against free student lunch (laughs) yeah (laughs)
0: <laughs> they really do hate kids Yeah They really want kids to starve And so do Democrats That's why they let the uh, the child tax credit expire mm-hmm. 40 more more percent of children are in poverty now Like, we really hate kids
1: It's really wild And we
0: still run deficits It's weird I would hope we wouldn't at least have def- If we're going to have starving children Can I at least not have a deficit? But no, that's all going to giving Ukrainian Nazis guns
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah I was going to say Raytheon is not we, going to let that happen We
0: can't not feed the kids Because the Nazis need guns, Michael
1: Hey, listen President Raytheon 2024, he's going to turn things around.
0: I might vote for him. At least I fucking know who's in charge. Yeah, yeah.
1: at least I don't have to pretend anymore. And then, Zachary, let's get to the end of this here. 10 politically incorrect things to be grateful for this Christmas. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they they really want to pretend to be rock on tours. They
1: really, really, really want to pretend to be edgy. Number one. Oh, God. Jesus Christ. What? What?
0: <laughs> What's up,
1: <laughs> you know that What's super that? edgy figure in American political discourse. You, just, you can't talk about Jesus anymore. No one ever talks about Jesus.
0: Nobody fucking likes Jesus.
1: Yeah, no, it's never happened. Number two, politically incorrect, mind you, children. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> Why because does people everyone. People are wa-
0: so weird with kids. They're so weird. With kids.
1: It, it is. It's very strange. I don't understand. I understand having these beliefs. Uh, you're you're a sicko for doing it, but I understand how you get there. I don't understand the need to try to make it seem punk. Like why why yeah. are you pretending that this is an edgy take to be pro Jesus and children, especially in the way that you conceptualize these things? I'm the most you pro sickos. children person
0: ever. I want them to have taxes and never be near any other adult. I am the best. Yeah,
1: who's gonna make my shoes? Says Zachary, if not children. <laughs>
0: Hey, hey. <laughs> need,
1: need more child cobblers, Zachary.
0: <laughs> I'm a job creator. <laughs> the one,
1: the, the next one, again, just super edgy here. Are military and law enforcement? Oh, fuck
0: off. They they have such a straw man in their head of like yeah. us on Twitter. Mm -hmm. that's it that's it they are fighting personally us on twitter yeah that's the only thing they care about
1: there's five people they want
0: their grandkids to like their goddamn memes
1: in this whole (laughs) that's very good no it's true it's it's very strange how like they're in the seat of power like what are you talking about the (laughs) you the world is as you made it my guy you can't pretend that you are persecuted when Everything is as you will it to be.
0: This is just, They're just mad that their millennial and Zoomer grandkids are, like, out there living in cities, kind of pissy about cops and not having grand great grandbabies. Yeah. That's it. That's all they care about. Like, grow the—you f- know what, boomers? Grow the fuck up.
1: Uh, the last one on this list, Christian Talk Radio. <laughs>
0: Okay. All right. All right. I'll give them, that one. Yeah. So can give them that one. They can have that one. That's fine. <laughs> I,
1: I, I I am a little thankful for Adventures in Odyssey.
0: Uh, they're just so whiny. They're such fucking snowflakes. Yeah. There's babies. Just just there's little there's babies. Just little baby bitches. Just little baby
1: bitches. <laughs> you know what? I I would like for Jesus to be more politically incorrect. I would like for for yeah. that to be a thing. Because if if this is what Jesus means in this world, then like yeah, we should we should probably make that less acceptable.
0: <sighs> Last it's, one, Zach. Yep. We're bringing it home. Okay.
1: Did you know that climate change isn't real?
0: That's politically incorrect. No, no. So that's a, this is a different oh, okay. one. Oh gosh. Gotcha. Uh, okay.
1: As climate anxiety reaches new exchange environmental data tells a hopeful story.
0: Doc, I live in L.A. I've, I've been a Californian for a decade, man. I have literally driven through flames on the side of the road and felt the heat on my face, dude. What the fuck are you talking about?
1: So there's a very interesting trick they pull in
0: this I one. have had... I, I had a partner flee from fire multiple times. Yeah,
1: evacuated, yeah.
0: Several times from several different locations. <laughs> it's not great. It's not good. It's not great.
1: So, yeah, so... It's not just saying climate change isn't happening. Sure. It's, saying, it's saying that, like, hey, actually, the rates of, like, natural disasters have gone down. But here's the thing. That's not true. <laughs>
0: well, it's not yeah.
1: even a little bit true. The, the, all of these things are increasing. We know that. But the way that they get this done yeah, is that they measure the damage of climate-related disasters as a percentage of GDP. And that number has gone down. Therefore, these things are actually getting better. Uh, you're really telling yourself there. Isn't that something? That, I thought great. that that's was great. the most fabulous detail. Oh, incredible. Because I was like, how are you even defending this? Like, it's just factually inaccurate. And like, this doesn't seem like the kind of thing that's just out and outlying. Yeah. And, but that's the trick. They made it a percentage of GDP.
0: Well, And I love that it gives away the game anyway. Yeah,
1: totally. Yeah, because what do you, what do you people care about? It's not it's not homes, it's not lives. And
0: eventually, that's probably going to be the problem too. Is like you're not the problem, but like what happens? We just are like, well, it's insurance, FEMA. We can't rebuild it, so those people are just fucked. Like that's probably where this is going anyway. So that number will probably continue to go down even as the disasters get worse.
1: I uh, I don't want to spill too many personal details here. Sure. Um, but there is a person in my life who knows a little bit about insurance, and it is. Really fascinating Mm -hmm. to watch insurance companies come to terms with the fact that they will not functionally be able to exist in the not too distant future, Mm -hmm. particularly for things like homeowner and flood thing. And the only thing that they can do right now is just ban anyone who would actually need them from accessing this insurance. Like that is the only playbook is just no. If there is any danger of this happening, we will not do it, despite the fact that you are legally required to do this. This is how you end up with like the state of California being an insurance provider, right? But never. Power is the only way to do it but yeah nevertheless um that even that's not enough no. we're just approaching a catastrophe already and i don't give a fuck about insurance companies obviously sure, no, but I, like
0: it's a, it's a canary
1: but but let's just uh, it's just really fascinating how like our industries are already aware of how bad this yeah. is gonna get oh yeah. they're already scrambling despite the fact that our government is doing nothing to prevent
0: the u.s marine corps like had to like file for like funds to deal with climate change for things like paris island and things Mm -hmm. like that like which by the way these motherfuckers literally just said we should like and respect more the military one of the great creators of climate change is acknowledging climate change (laughs) but it doesn't matter because like essentially the only money you're going to get is paying for them to like be updated and ready to shoot climate refugees from uh black ox
1: yeah it's it's really really wild that like you can conceptualize things this way as like a you know global GDP, where it's just like, yeah. well, as long as the factories keep churning, as long as long as the Teslas keep rolling off the assembly line with only like one to three fingers severed inside of
0: them, <laughs>
1: then like we're God. good. We're good, man. Everything's great.
0: I'm not gonna go off in the spirit, but like the weird thing about the future is it's going to be a combo of hyper futuristic technology and complete disasters. We are going to have like the seas are gonna rise and we're and some people are going to basically be drowning and some people are going to be in tesla boats it's going to be insane
1: yeah that's why we're getting started with our sea nation the that's shitty right. christian sea nation sea coin so anyways that's just a little because we're a couple of seamen A <laughs> O. oh uh time to go watch the magic mike um <laughs> with that i hope you guys enjoyed this little trip down the culture corner of the Daily Citizen, a publication that has somehow been going longer than most actual newspapers.
0: Good for them. Yeah. I wonder where that money comes from.
1: Weird. Oh, I'll well, say this. No ads on the site. Actually, That's much nice. easier to yeah. read than your average news site. Well,
0: it's the same thing with the Federalist. The Federalist yeah. actually has a pretty good website.
1: Yeah, it's pretty well laid out. Because weird. they get their money. <laughs> weird weird how they don't have to raise revenue in traditional yeah. ways. It's uh, so
0: crazy. Well, it's so strange. All right, Zachary. <laughs> My name is Zachary Allen can find me at Zachary underscore Allard on Twitter.
1: My name is Michael Tabor. You can find me at Michael Tabor. Follow the pod at shitty underscore pod. And thank you guys, as always, for listening. We'll see you soon.